you all were just talking about interactions talking with clients yeah. in a way that no one in my community was being like honest about. Hi, everyone. I'm Sid Sharice. And I'm David Bosher. And you're listening to Destroy the Hairdresser, where we teach you to salon differently. By now, our listeners know that we recommend that salons go cashless. And with Aura Salonware, you can now accept only the payments you want. Aura Salonware is an integrated point of sale that accepts both card present and card not present payments. That means cards can be kept on file and clients can use ExpressPay to get through checkout in seconds. We also coach salons to go gratuity-free, and Aura allows you to hide the gratuity line for those using this method of business. With Aura Salonware, you can future-proof your salon with technology. If you are interested in this type of profit maximization, visit aurasalonware.com DTH to receive special discounts and promos. Color inventory doesn't have to be so painful. There's finally a solution, and that solution is Salon Scale. We have partnered with SalonScale to make this process more streamlined and simple. The SalonScale app will keep track of all of your color used down to the last drop, and it'll give you a suggested color order list whenever you need it. No more under-ordering and no more over-ordering. Visit SalonScale.com DTH and use code DTH10 at checkout for 10% off. We're here with our first... We're here. We're queer. With our first guest. With our first guest in the studio. This is actually really exciting because we've never had a coach on that works with us, right? I want to say no, but one of them is going to be like, uh, hello, we were on the... Yeah, but, I'm pretty no. sure you're the first. You're the first one. I'm so you're honored. The first one. So Frankie, before we go into like how you work with us and all that, what do you do here in Chicago? You're a resident. That's why you're here local with us. But what do you do here in Chicago currently? Who who am I? Uh, I am a new salon owner. So three weeks ago, I opened up an eight-chair hair salon, which is fucking crazy. Congratulations. Thanks. Called? Called We Fucking Love Your Hair. <laughs> Named after my brand, I Fucking Love Your Hair. And it's gorgeous. Yeah. And I'm married to a really rad dude, and we've got a cat, and... We just laugh and fucking live life. I love it. Yeah. Frankie's downplaying the fact All that of- she bought the building that her salon is in because she's a badass businesswoman. And she built a micro salon with a team and then opened this eight chairs. Like, you're not, you just downplayed everything. <laughs> I think because it still feels fake. I know. A little bit. <laughs> like, she walks around also- this ginormous building Fuck in the my- coolest part of Chicago and she's like, this is my salon. Like It's so weird. Like yeah. I walk in and I'm like, whose fucking salon is this right now? <laughs> because it also feels like I've worked there for 10 years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and two weeks all in one. How yeah. People are going to want to know, it's called We Fucking Love Your Hair. Your brand before that when you were an independent stylist was I Fucking Love Your Hair. How did the city deal with this? Because you have to <laughs> register the name. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so, then how do you promote the name? Right. Um, so you can't LLC a swear word. So technically, my business is named Frankie LLC. <laughs> Got and we it. just are DBA the acronym okay. for We Fucking Love Your Hair. Got it. Okay. And so when you market, you use the acronym. Sometimes. Kind of interchangeable. But you, um, you don't have a big sign on the salon that says we fucking love your hair? There's a tiny paper sign right now. Mm-hmm. With a QR code. With a QR code. And also a sign that says, before you knock on this fucking door, <laughs> we're appointment only. <laughs> 
And I or hope you just someone, try to walk in. I hope someone gets mad about it. Um, <laughs> I, because legally, my name is Frankie LLC, the like Chicago sign permit shit says you only need to fill out a permit if you put your name, your business name, and the logo on the mm-hmm. door, which we fucking love your hair. So they just keep trying it? to loophole you. So I'm like, maybe I don't even need to apply for a permit. That's not real. But yeah. no, I'm just like debating. This episode gets flagged. <laughs> Great. I'm debating if I'm going to write fuck on the window. So we might Let's just take do a the poll. acronym. If, you are, if you're on Spotify listening to this, you can answer the poll question. Mm-hmm. Should Frankie put the F bomb in her sign publicly or not? I'm gonna can and someone we'll mark the, yes for that's a yes for me. Okay. It's a yes for me too. <laughs> I think it's gonna be a, a yes, but we'll let you know the results. <laughs> <laughs> we'll keep you posted. <laughs> so you were tell us your journey about you, you know, you were first a student, like all of our coaches, but before you were a coach and before you opened a salon and did all this stuff, you go way back. You were working, you hired Sid as your coach, but what made you even hire Sid in the first place? Oh, so going way, way back. So I found y'all's podcast when it was bleached. Oh, God. And <laughs> I I remember I was just like, there has to be something else out there that's not Bumble. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember I liked bleach. And so I typed bleach into Google. <laughs> Really? And it came I up? swear to God. And that's we didn't even do SEO. <laughs> <laughs> there wasn't even SEO for that. And I found it. And I remember, I don't know what episode it was, Reefing It, but it's still. Oh, it's there. There. It's there. Yeah. <laughs> She's there. Uh, it was, you all were just talking about interactions talking with clients yeah. in a way that no one in my community was being like honest about. And I was like, oh, there are other me's out there. <laughs> and. And then I listened for a long time, and then I saw when y'all changed your, like, branding and changed mm-hmm. your name, and I must have gone to the website, like, so many fucking times, and I was like, I'm going to fill it out. I'm sorry. <laughs> you're, you're okay. <laughs> Get us some water. Yeah. I got a nervous thing in my throat. <laughs> I'm here. Um, so I went to the website so many times, and I don't remember originally if it was, like, an email or if it was, I don't remember what it your was an email that went thing. directly to me and David at the time. Yeah, if you yeah. filled out an email, it went to me and said. Yeah, I wrote one like three times and then deleted it and didn't send it. <laughs> I'm gonna find it. Oh, the original one. Yeah, <gasps> oh, so on it. So, I save everything. But I think a lot of people go to our website and do that. Oh yeah, I think. Yeah. I mean, I do that. With I things. think. Yeah. People, yeah, like they they hear us and they go to the website and then they kind of investigate mm-hmm. and they're like, no, I'm not ready. I'm not ready. And then like. They keep, something finally hits, I think, in the podcast or what like, they're fuck it. and they're like, oh yeah, yeah, now I'm in. I have like a very like specific thing that happened that made me do it. What was it? <laughs> so the salon that I was working no at, names. <laughs> I'm not saying names. <laughs> uh, I was I having a really. They were in a new location, and it the design of like it was so fucking gorgeous. Like every like just. The lighting was perfect and like everything looked mm-hmm. so beautiful, but like the sound and the functionality of the space was like killing me. Yeah. I was going home every day in tears. It was so loud. I went from working in a salon that was like kind of three rooms. Wait, just bump that. 
Um, I went from working in a salon that had three rooms. So all of us were split up into three spaces to all working in one space. Oh, my gosh. And for, like, someone who's sound sensitive and just sensitive in general, I was like— It rocks you. There's too many conversations and too many blow dryers. And— Are you an eavesdropper like me? Oh, yeah. Like, I'm listening to every conversation. Like, we're talking, but I'm listening to every conversation. You're nodding your head at your client, but also hearing everything. My clients, when I, like, moved into my studio, they were like, I really miss that part. Like, you can't hear what anyone else is talking about. <laughs> well, then you start to realize that you're boring. That's really what happens. <laughs> or for me, it's because I didn't want to talk. Yeah. And it's, like, not allowed. Right? Yeah. yeah, now you have to keep the keep it moving. Yeah, keep, it all, keep all the things moving. And so I went to my boss at the time, and I was like, I'm miserable. I hate it here. I don't want to be disrespectful or rude because I know you put all of your money and time into the space. Yeah. And there was another location. And she was like, okay, why don't we, why don't you go work over at that location and try it out? And I was like, amazing. That sounds great. Not even a week later, I was with a client and she came up behind me and she was like, hey, so we actually hired someone and they're going to take the chair at the other salon. Is that okay? <laughs> and it was literally that moment. That I was like, when I get home, I'm going to email I this I love how I know this story company. and I'm over here like, oh. <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> the way he told it, it was great. So, so that pushed. You, that was like. Yeah, I remember looking her dead in her face, and I was like, you know what? I really want to stay here. That's totally fine. <laughs> and I was like, I need to get the fuck out of here. One eight hundred DTH. It always takes help. <laughs> that is literally everyone's story. I found your podcast. I listened to it. I went to the website. Didn't do it. Something finally tips them over the edge. Yep. And then they're in. So that yep. was your. That was that was, that was moment. my moment. Yeah, and then obviously we're cutting through a lot. But then you be, you were a student for a long time, and you opened up your own. Yep, space. and then I opened up my own studio. I didn't even know if I was going to do that. I remember telling Sid, I was like, "I'm going to go look at this <laughs> studio today," and she's like, "Great, let me know how it goes." I remember this. I think I remember you telling me in the middle of pandemic. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was right before. Yeah, oh, yeah. So it was like, I think I signed my lease maybe like a month before the pandemic happened, yeah. and then. You know, when you go look at a puppy, I was like, let me go look. And then the next thing I text you, I was like, I signed a lease. I was like, all right, we're doing this. (laughs) And I'll never forget this. My friend Natalie, she owned a studio across the hall. And while I'm in there looking at it, she texts me in all caps, fucking do it. Oh, I love that. And it was... It was so great. And I had gone out to lunch with her like a couple weeks before. And I was like, tell me everything. Do you love it up there? Is it great? Is it terrible? Tell me all the things. Um, And I was so, so fucking thankful to have her over there. And then we opened. And then five fucking days later, the pandemic happened. (laughs) (laughs) How did you survive the pandemic? I, my clients bought five fucking thousand dollars of gift cards. Mm. It was insane. Yeah. Um, And I didn't qualify for anything. I didn't qualify for unemployment because I quit my job. I didn't qualify for independent workers unemployment Mm because I had never paid taxes to prove that I was an independent (laughs) worker. (laughs) You were Um, an independent worker all of two weeks. (laughs) I couldn't apply for a PPP loan because I filed my LLC like five (laughs) days too late. (laughs) (laughs) But... I was also so, so much imposter syndrome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like that term's like a little overused now, but that's fully what it, <laughs> fully what it was. Where I Yield had like is. hoarded so much money because I was like, what if no one follows me? Like, what if 
they offer my clients like free haircuts yeah. and all the shit that they all do. All the fears. And so I had so much, I don't want to say like, I had so much money. I didn't have so much money, but I had plenty of money to rely on. Yeah. And I also had a really incredible partner who ironically had a job and a half during the shutdown. Like <laughs> he, he was kind of he was kind of double timing it where he was like <laughs> making money consulting and working like a I nine to five. It. What was when you were a student and you were working with Sid, there's always stuff that students love and there's always stuff that students are like, I'm not gonna do that. There's always any student we've ever worked with is like, there's something that we'll say and they're like, I'm not ever doing that. What was the thing that you loved about DTH, that thing that you were like, this makes so much sense, absolutely. And what was that thing that you learned in coaching you were like, no fucking way? I'll answer it next. Okay. <laughs> I'm curious what your opinion is. Because for me, I think that it, my answer is the same thing. So what's the thing you were like? The thing I that loved I loved it. and the thing that I hated are the same thing. Oh. Mm-hmm. The first class, when we like talked about the reactive system... <laughs> I was like, this woo-woo, horoscopy <laughs> bullshit is out of control. I was like, what the fuck did just I just like, pay for? Just so you know, there's no horoscope. <laughs> no, but I could all but yes. just love horoscope shit. So <laughs> because I, like, the first it was related. we talk about is consciousness. We go into reactions. Like, we don't talk about anything physical. No hourly pricing. No, I know you all want that. But the first thing you do in coaching is... Your internal. coach needs to know what your reactive system is and what sets you off. Yeah. It sucks. I was big mad about it. And I think our first... It's your favorite thing to teach, though, it's now. It's your favorite thing to teach now. <laughs> and I think the first, like, official conversation that you and I had when I signed up for coaching, you were like, oh, it's time to leave that salon. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's not what I want to do, even though it was totally what, what I wanted up. to do. Yeah. <laughs> right? But I was like, I don't know what I thought. Yeah. But I was like, that's too scary. And you're like, oh, yeah, it's time to fucking go. <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious. Like, when you were hearing the podcast, I, I also hear that people will say, I was listening and at first I didn't like what you were saying, but then I started to get it. What were the things that you were like, I get what they're trying to do? Ask me that again. I don't know if I know how you mean I that. I feel like Frankie's whole brand is being disruptive. So I think... Is that what you liked about us? Yeah. Was the disruptive part? Oh, fully. Yeah. Like, I, there was nothing you were saying that I didn't like. Oh, I felt so validated and yeah. so seen and so, like... We're usually someone... So we've had people that sign up because we make them mad. And then they're like, well, they I gotta see what this is about. And they... But then but then after a while, they're like, mm, but they're right. Yeah. <laughs> it's like but not, I think it's I 90% love, of our business. But I love disruption. <laughs> like, yeah. I love... Well, that, being loud and all the things. So. I would say that brings us to like, then we were like, we'd love for you to be a coach for us because like, not only did you do all the things and you were embodying it and loved all of the things we teach the way that we love it, you know, and that's what we want from our coaches is like, not to you to work for us, to work with us, like to be your ideas matter. We want you to be just involved in the growing the company. And my favorite thing was just like, you drop an F-bomb everywhere and like also like just being disruptive and saying what you speak and like, but also being sensitive and loving and... Can I share about your interview? Oh God. <laughs> Drew! Wait, what about my interview? So when, when we Do have... Do I know a, this? I don't know if I know what you're about to share. Okay, but it's, <laughs> it's fun anyway. So um, was it an interview or was it... Yeah, I think it was the interview. 
And I don't know where he's going. With I think him. Drew, did Drew interview you at all? Oh, yeah, it was Drew. Oh, yes, yes. I, that's why I said Drew. So Drew, usually he's our director of new business, but he will, he... <laughs> he pre-interviews pre, before. Pre-interviews. And he'll give us his feedback before Sid and I interview someone who wants to be a coach. And he goes, loved everything about her. She said fuck a lot. <laughs> Oh, I'm so we're proud like, of myself. And I we're like, at, yeah, that's the point. We're like, yeah, well, yeah, we know that part. But, but he doesn't. He doesn't know. But that he part. didn't know. Yeah. So now just, he does. Now. Oh, it's so, it's so unbrand. It was so unbrand. It was so funny. It's so funny. I'm so proud of me. He's for like, like she not said fuck back. a lot. <laughs> like he was like alarmed. He was worried. Perfect. But there. But it's funny because I think you know that you use that word in such a funny way because it's you are one of the most thoughtful people mm-hmm. I think is on our team. You're very conscious. You're very thoughtful of what you're going to say. You did just everything before it comes out of your mouth. Yeah, not like me. Mm-mm. And you <laughs> have a company that's uh, the the name is so intense. What made you want to name your salon? What made you want to use fuck in the name of your salon? What What is that? Ooh. Uh, so it started as like, I would just like say it to people on the street. Or people would say it to me, and they'd be like, oh my God, I fucking love your hair. Yeah. And so then I started making like stickers. The hashtag. This was like before there was the Instagram or yeah. any of the things. I would just make stickers or just like cards. And That's I just wanted to 90s. like make, it's real. <laughs> and I just wanted to like make someone's day. Yeah. Right? Because like you feel so fucking so you good. you like hand them out? I don't yeah. think I knew that. Yeah. Like, oh. I would just walk around Chicago, and I would just always had, like, a stack of them in my back pocket. I can totally see that. I can and I would, totally like, you need to do that my favorite again. is people who are, like, eating outside. I'll just, like, slap one down on the table and keep walking. I love that. And I always, like, love kind of hearing someone's reaction, like, after I've walked past. She's handing it to, like, 10-year-old children. Frank, you have to do that again. I mean, that's brilliant <laughs> I marketing. I love and it. And so, like, that's how it started. I think, started. You have to bring I think that back. I, Oh, I still do it. I have stickers. Oh, I good, good, good. Yeah. <laughs> and... I think, like, fuck for me is more of a passionate, like, all of my energy is in this. Mm-hmm. It's not aggressive, but I don't not love that it's aggressive. And, like, mm-hmm. friend inventories some people who I don't want in my business. Yeah, it sets a boundary. Like, there's a lot of people that are like, well, do you do kids cuts? And I'm like, if they're— Does it if it's fucking sound cool, like I do kids cuts? <laughs> With, like, fuck being everywhere with you. I don't care. But then people I are think like, that's more on you. Yeah. Right. I think that's more your decision. I'm like, that's what you think. I'm like, I, you, whatever. Oh. But yeah, but it's really, it's really about that it's the things that I do, I do with my whole heart and my whole yeah, body yeah, yeah. and, like, my whole thing. And, true. like, I'm not fucking around. What that. made you, obviously, we wanted you to become a coach, but what made you think, yeah, that's a that's a path for me, especially with DTH, because we're so sp- specific. Mm-hmm. I think, one, I feel like I've been a teacher for my whole life. Mm-hmm. Like, I was... I was the kid that always had, like, all the, all the littler kids yeah. around me in the neighborhood to the point where I was, like, free babysitting because latchkey kids <laughs> in the 90s. But, you know. <laughs> you, like, didn't know you were babysitting, but you were. Didn't know. Yeah. Yeah. Fully was. <laughs> Um, and I've always felt really passionate about it. I mean, even, you know, early days of my career when I connected how fucked beauty school is yeah. and how you just know nothing. All you know is 
a couple of foils, a perm rod, and mm-hmm. 40 volume. Mm-hmm. And you're like, go figure that out now. <laughs> but don't Fly. do them together. <laughs> but don't do them together. <laughs> don't don't, don't phylglycolate your bleach. <laughs> <laughs> I remember in, in beauty school, they would use big scientific terms to make it more serious. I'm like, so just don't mix bleach and perm solution together is what you're, <laughs> yeah. is that what you're saying? I'm like, well, sodium hydroxide. <laughs> Like what? <laughs> so what? I like when I when I first when I was in the first slot I worked at, you know, I very quickly became kind of like this little bird carrying everyone under my Come wings and trying to like kind of protect people from experiencing the same pains that I experienced yeah. because it was unnecessary that I experienced some of those pains. It was just like bad design, bad education, mm-hmm. bad delivery of information. Bad leadership. Bad leadership. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I think I was, I mean, I was so flattered. Like I think from the start of coaching to like opening up my own suite before that, like, my self-esteem and self-confidence was non-existent. Yeah. And so going through that process and building my self-esteem and learning how to take risks and learning how to grow in such a different way than I'd ever been taught. I mean, I was like, oh, duh. Like, I would fucking love to teach that to other yeah, people. Yeah, yeah, like, <laughs> That just makes sense. <laughs> We are proud to introduce you to Hair Story. Hair Story is known for their clean and safe ingredients, but did you know that they have one of the best affiliate programs on the market? You can earn 25% on all sales when your clients use your custom Hair Story link, plus receive money on your purchases made by hairdressers you refer. For clients, they will receive 15% off their first purchase using your link. Need backbar? No problem. As a Hair Story Pro, you will unlock generous backbar pricing. Ready to try new wash for free? Visit hairstory.com DTH to get pro access today. What were some of the things that you learned as a student that helped you, A, build that confidence, but also just kind of like change the way you view the salon industry? Because I think we, I don't know about everyone else, but I've thought about leaving the salon industry multiple Uh, times. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And like, I'm like, I'll just go back to school and like, I don't know what, I don't know what, but I would just do something else. Um, What did you learn as a student that you were like, okay, I can stay here if it, because I can see this new way of thinking, which is kind of what we're trying to do. But what was that for you? Mm, That for me, like I was so siloed. Like the salon that I worked at is very based on competition. So it's very... Disguised as community. Disguised (laughs) as community, for sure. And and unfortunately, because I think they really do think it's community. Yeah. Because inside the walls... Well, they are by definition... A community. A competitive. But it's just a competitive community. (laughs) Right. It's just Spike Club. (laughs) My brain heard you say Spike Club, and that's what it is. That too. That too. (laughs) But I was so siloed, and I think I didn't make friends with anyone outside of the salon. Yeah. So my world was so small, and learning that it's not just that. So you had Stockholm Syndrome. Dang. We've been, <laughs> we've been talking Damn, about that Gina. a lot. This, we did a, this, a few episodes was, today. Yeah. So. How's Stockholm Syndrome going? Like, this is the way you do it, and this is how it is, and this is what the hair world is. And then you, you And we're over here like, but what if it could be like, like this? Oh. And then you're like, that person down there is doing 
this and they're not even good at it and they're making tons of money. And that person over here is doing the Yeah, like we get... Don't you point that at me. We get <laughs> stuck. Even in DTH, I think sometimes... I'm like, I don't think we have to keep repeating ourselves. I think people got it. And yeah. then you go to a salon you're like, oh, no. No. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, they don't. They don't got it. Yeah. The amount of people on like my social media videos that'll be like, what the fuck is gendered pricing? Yeah. I'm like, really? <laughs> it's 2023, dudes. Let's get into like, social I media. Forget, yeah, you forget. Because <laughs> your community, I think any kind of community is right. going to silo yeah. you a little bit. But I... Oh, for sure. I unknowingly was siloed, right? Because yeah. I like making you didn't friends. the silo in which you were siloed. Mm-hmm. For sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. But I think I like felt like I wasn't allowed. Like other hairdressers in Chicago were like the enemy. But no one ever said that to me. It's it was just unspoken. It's like it we was. all hang out, but we all know we're... Secretly like... Yeah. And then like if you work for this salon and they have beef with that salon, like it's like... It's literally gangs. It's like gangs. sports team. It's the gangs of New York. Yeah. It is it's like sports teams. Yeah. yeah. Where it's like, and then if someone goes to another salon, they're like, well, they'll see how much we built them up when they fail over there. And it's just like, it's so wild. So, I've never, by the way, I've never heard of anyone going, I, I failed. Can I come back? I've never yeah. heard that. My former boss, like all of her favorites that would leave, she would constantly talk about the day when they were going to come back. And they, You're like, did they ever come back? Still waiting. Has. One. Yeah. I mean, I guess if you wait long enough. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I guess trends, cycle back. Cycle, trends yeah. come back around. <laughs> yeah, I guess You're like, wait. I love triple booking. Yeah. Let's go back to a la carte pricing. It's just that, Actually, that leads me to my next question. So you opened a salon. Did you feel that your coaching set you up to do this differently? Do you feel like you had a different type of support? And would you have done this without coaching? I don't think I could have without coaching and with my whole like group of like everyone that was in my like cohort mm-hmm. with Sid like I had never I had never experienced people wholeheartedly supporting me mm. and with like nothing to gain from it yeah right so like you just give me goosebumps oh, I mean but for real like right anyone that I like in the salon I worked at that I like mentored with or like tried to become friends with they, they were always trying to get something from me yeah, yeah yeah right it was always like learning this thing that I do or it was always for me to like teach them something or give them something yeah. and that group was truly the first time in my entire life that I had people who like wanted nothing but for me you to see that TikTok meme where it's like Lightning McQueen and they're all cheering it that's us like I really the- did feel like that. <laughs> I've never seen that. It's, but I'm, it's basically, I'm hoping it was a good experience. It, it's so cute. It's basically like this. I can't explain it over air. But if you know what I'm talking about, you know what I'm talking about. But it's literally like. You know, you know. It's like a way to show like the so people's support. just Google Lightning McQueen. On TikTok. Don't on, Google. Just go to TikTok and Lightning McQueen trend. The new Google. That's the new how, Google. That's how. Frankie that's felt. how Frankie's salon is blowing up from TikTok. As a student, what was Frankie like? this. <laughs> <laughs> what is this? Describe I this. mean, I don't think anything, you know, everything we teach in coaching is like you share through your experience. And I think you experience this program wholeheartedly. Like I said earlier, like you're doing the things, you're you're walking the walk, talking the talk. And so now that she has students, it's so great because you still come to me with things like, and I love it because it's so elevated and like, 
your mm-hmm. coaches are still like for everyone out there, like all of the coaches that we have on our team are still being coached by David and I. David and I are still being coached by our coaches. Like no one's allowed to not be coached. <laughs> Yeah, you because can't I mean, you, you can't. Also, I don't want to go back to that life. Yeah, to I'm be like, honest, <laughs> I can't imagine. I mean, we wouldn't have the business we have that, you know, like we, and then we wouldn't have you working in this business if we didn't have our coaches. So it all trickles down. So, so you opened your salon and your full DTH. What is your favorite method to like teach your employees that you have? Like, what are you excited to give them? Method-wise, because that when you have a DTH salon, that doesn't necessarily mean you have DTH students working for you, obviously. Right. So you're you're teaching these other students over here, but you're running a salon the DTH way over here. Mm-hmm. But the people that work for you aren't necessarily DTH people, so it's kind of a funny yeah. mix. Mm-hmm. But what are you excited to give to people that have no idea what you're doing? It's the foundations classes. Say it's the love and hate. <laughs> the reactive system. The thing she hates yeah. the most, she loves to teach them. I mean, isn't I lo- that... Because it's, so, it's yeah. just so... And it's so on brand for me to be like, I fucking hate this. And then I'm like, okay, I'm so girl. I really love it. <laughs> David does um, that shit too. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> well, I, like that... Those concepts... And I remember, you know, I was like, this woo-woo shit. And then... You're t- just it by was, the way, for people that don't know, it's she's talking about our foundations principles, which are the reactive system, emotional intelligence, and the vessel, which is when you start coaching, the first thing you go through, which I think shocks a lot of people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't... we don't ever stop talking about it. We don't ever stop talking about mm-hmm. it. And it doesn't click. Until like a year later. <laughs> I think it's a year. Yeah. Because yeah. all of my students who have been with me through a year, yeah, they all have that moment where all of a sudden one day they're like... <gasps> And I feel like it feels the same as when, like, coloring hair clicked for me. Right. And it's all like the you numbers. were doing it before. Right. And then, like, the first time, like, cutting hair really clicked with me, where all of a sudden it feels like yeah. everything was so hard, and then it all just makes sense. Yep. All yeah. in one moment. That's You're a like, great way to describe it. And you can't describe it other than, oh, oh you get it. You got to know. Yeah. And you're just, uh, you're There's just no way on the other side of the fence. Their pupils get really big and then it's like... <laughs> they dilate. <laughs> yeah. It's and like I fear like but also, also excitement. Like, there's this like calmness when it clicks for people. Mm-hmm. Like a confidence I think sets in. Yeah. Like, oh, I don't, I do know what I'm doing. Yeah. yeah. And I think being able to look back at your like hindsight self of when you first started to learn that conceptually and you don't believe it or you don't think you have yeah. to do the things, right? Like, yeah, yeah. You're I like, sure, 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 sure. <laughs> it's called the yeah, yeah, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. You really need <laughs> to get your your anger under control. Yeah, yeah. yeah. How do I make more money? <laughs> that's lit- that's, that's every. So real. <laughs> they're like, um, I don't want to post on social, but how do I make more money? Yeah. Well, what's awesome is your team. You're teaching that internally. You're also teaching it with your students but you're talking about it on social media. So like then you're attracting a staff that wants to learn that and work in an environment like that. And then it just keeps this like, I'm making these hand gestures, but like it keeps spiraling. It's like this full yeah. spin of a circle that throws everything together, which is incredible. And I'm just so excited to be able to, with my students and with my employees to really help to re-shift some people's brains mm-hmm. and like stop saying I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. The Stop fuck are you sorry for? explaining <laughs> why your price is your fucking price yeah. for the love of God. Like my favorite answer is someone goes, wow, it's really expensive. And I go, yeah, Thanks. it is. 
<laughs> How much are your kids' cuts? One seventy-five. Well, that's a lot for a kids' cut. I'm like, is it though? Yes. Have you ever cut a child's hair? <laughs> I think it's not enough. I think it's not enough. <laughs> it is not enough, and I. That's I think that's the thing too. Is it's so exciting to watch, especially coaches open salons because it's such a higher, it's such a higher consciousness of what it means to be an artist in the industry. What have you noticed about the salons around you that maybe aren't doing the same things, or are they like wondering what you do? Are they curious about you? Are they what's the response of opening a DTH salon in an area where maybe there isn't a lot of DTH methods being used? I don't. I don't know if I know yet. I feel that's a little another, scared. That's for another episode. Yeah, I feel a <laughs> we'll little. We'll check in in six months. <laughs> mm-hmm. I feel a little worried to find out, but also I feel proud to be a leader of something different, even if it you makes really are, people like, mad. Pioneering this mm-hmm. in Chicago. Like, which I feel is really. Yeah, I feel really fucking excited yeah. to be like the first like multi-chair salon, right? Mm-hmm. There's a lot of, like, lofts, studios, yeah, 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 yeah. booth rent babies, um, even, like, micro salons that are, like, two or three chairs that do hourly pricing. Yeah. A couple here and to there. And like I try to find them to be like, hi, you can do it bigger. So <laughs> yeah. I'm always trying to, like, look for all those babes. But I hope people get mad. I mean, there's mm-hmm. so many salons in Chicago that still have men and women's haircuts, mm-hmm. even though Illinois... It's yeah. illegal here. Made it illegal, I think, in, like, 20-fucking-17. Yeah. Yeah. Still. Or people just, they call it, like, short haircut, long haircut. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that's I'm not a fan haircut. of that. I know a lot of people do that. Yeah. But I just, what's long and short yeah. and medium? Short what is relative. it? Short can take me, take me the same amount of time as long. But like, what is the... With a tape measure? Yeah. I don't know. Do we have a... It's between this I inches actually, and that inches. You have to bring out a yardstick. <laughs> yeah. But I think because people's brains... <laughs> to whack people. They want to be able to... Explain they why the price right. is to it's justify It's for them, it. not the the client. The clients will always just pay what you say. Yeah. Like hairdressers feel like they have it, to overcomplicate yeah. and explain, and it's just like it's hard to say. I'm I charge one hundred and seventy five dollars an hour because it's who it's me. Because it's easy to be like, well, let me get the tape measure out, and this is a hundred, a hundred and <laughs> this is one hundred and seventy five. <laughs> an hour according to my tape measure and I think that's why people also do like hybrid pricing and they try to like do the add-ons and stuff. it's like they're trying to justify getting to that 175 right whereas when you're working with DTH the, ju- the is. there is no justification right it's your time and what you value it at yep and find the people that value your time as well yeah it's it's easy intellectually it's hard conceptually yeah mm-hmm. to like go in and actually do it. That part I feel really excited about in Chicago too because like hourly hourly pricing is great for building trust. Yeah. Your full yeah. disclosure, you're upfront with how much it's going to cost. People who are buying things fucking love that. Yeah. Before I go buy something, and if, just, if someone bait and switches me at the register and then it's more, mm-hmm. Bye, bro. Like, yeah. what are you doing? Right. And this a la carte add-on thing, like, all of that, like, it's it breaks so much trust, and then you leave it up to a receptionist mm-hmm. who doesn't give a fuck about your client. <laughs> no yeah. offense. No. But, like, they're just going to charge whatever because that's worked, their job. clients or, denying something or, they really need. Or you if know? you've worked at salons like I've worked at where the front desk and the owner are in cahoots. <laughs> yeah. 
And like, so like you bring them up to the front desk, but the front desk has been told to do something else. Have you ever worked for something like that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Where they would like try to sell your clients all this fucking retail and shit. So then there's mistrust happening internally. And then my clients would be like, can you just check me out? Yeah. like, (laughs) no. (laughs) Not allowed. I'm not allowed to. Yeah. It's, I mean. I've had to say that. I think the most, I think. One, if you want to make money in the in, in the salon industry, owning a salon is a great way to do that. Mm-hmm. Two, if you want to make an impact in the salon industry, owning a salon, great way to do that. And three, if you want to teach and mentor, I know that ed, being an educator is a big thing, but if you're a salon owner, you're stepping into that role as well. And it's even in a more impactful way, in my opinion, because it's not that it's free. Or, it, you're, it's being paid for because they work for you, but there's it's leadership, not just cutting hair and it's like you get to show someone how to be human in the industry and our examples so far have been really bad yeah not all of them there are good people out there that are running good shows for sure Mm -hmm. Uh, unfortunately those people get taken advantage of it's a whole that's a whole other problem (laughs) next episode that's another another episode (laughs) like but that's what I'm most excited about is like all the coaching that that everyone is getting and then going out into the world and like revealing it like, this is what it is. This is how it could be. Not that it's not going to be hard. And then there's not going to be things that are like, what the fuck do I do in this situation? But that you're in a space where you get to figure it out. And then you're working for a company that you can say, hey, this happened. Let's think tank the yeah. solutions. Yeah. That's what's exciting for me. Yeah. To have everyone opening salons. It's really fucking exciting. Critical thinking. It's together. the red thing. <laughs> we always do a little jingle sometimes. You know. <laughs> You've listened I've to never know. noticed. <laughs> Last thing I want to ask you. Well, I have two questions left. Okay. Um, what would you say to people who think Destroy the Hairdresser is a cult? Ooh. <laughs> it is. Great answer. <laughs> Great answer. <laughs> and the second question is, what would you take what would you teach someone? What would you say <laughs> to someone? <laughs> Well, like me. He's Irish all of a sudden. <laughs> Damn, someone. Whose horse is this? <laughs> Stop uh, Josh and I is like, we don't say three, we say tree. Tree. I mean, you're in Chicago. One, two, tree. Oh, a couple of two tree coats of paint. Two you're tree. in the land of two tree. <laughs> it's true. There's a lot of Irish people here, aren't there? For sure. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh my God, crying. You had a second oh, question. Oh, my last question is, what would you say to someone who's listening to our podcast for a while and they're like you, they're like, I listen to the podcast and I've gone to the website and I don't know what to do and how to, like, what would you tell that person today? I feel like this is a cheesy... Book a discovery call for Frankie. <laughs> this is so, like, a cheesy phrase, but it's so real, but, like, you miss 100% of the chances that you don't fucking take. I love that phrase. And just fucking do it. That's from Kate Kent, Kate and, Kent Rachel and, and Rachel Radford. Single. Just, Just fucking do it. There's nothing <laughs> to it. <laughs> then you got to get like the Jack Black. Just fucking do it. <laughs> like that's my favorite part of that video that they made. <laughs> Look how much fun we have here at Destroy the Hairdresser. It can't it's be real. a call. Look it's at us. fun. Look yeah. at us. No one gets hurt over here. <laughs> Frankie, thanks for coming. Thanks for having me. We're happy to be in your hometown. Next time on Destroy the Hairdresser, the podcast. If you're a barber, it's okay to only do cutting. Yeah, exactly. But if you decide that you're not doing barbering. If you're a a female 
who opens a all cutting salon. It's all of a You're sudden. You're the devil. Yeah, it's well, like. That's just society yeah, beating like, down wow, on women. What is she doing? 